Welcome to season three of the Creative Sober podcast. I am your host and sober creative, Missing May. Our episodes are a collection of interviews with sober creatives who inspire and continue to create sober. I find myself growing from these conversations as I deepen my understanding of living an alcohol-free life. For me, a major shift happened since last season by learning the act of intention and having a clear one. This changed the perspective of having life happen to me to life is happening for me. And on some level, I believe that we learn and heal ourselves and then with another through the reflection we give each other to show an existing truth already inside ourselves. It seems that has been my compass, but I didn't know why or how it worked. And continuing to ask questions and staying curious gave me a better understanding of intuition, compassion, and understanding. Sometimes what works for you may look entirely different for someone else. It's a consistent message from the conversations I've had with other sober artists. We are all on our own paths of healing and are meant to be led to a place we can experience the best versions of ourselves. In this episode, I meet with Chelsea Cahoon, also known as the Sober Raver, who chose to live a sober life from a very young age and has been completely drug and alcohol-free her entire life. Chelsea is an entrepreneur, published model, singer-songwriter, content creator, and the founder and owner of Music is the Drug, a non-judgmental company that aims to show the world that whether you use substance or not, music is the ultimate drug that unites us all. Her mission is to show people that you can literally get high on the music itself. That is a mission I can get on board with 100%. Here is my conversation with Chelsea. I'm super excited to be meeting you, Chelsea. How are you doing? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on here. Um, I'm doing amazing. I hope you are as well. I can't believe we're just not meeting for the first time. Thank you. I, I am doing amazing. I'm, I'm excited about starting off season three um, and finally meeting you. I mean, it's, it feels like it's been maybe like a year, maybe almost two years now that we've uh, kind of coexisted in, especially <laughs> the Instagram space. Um, so it's a real honor to meet you. Likewise. Thank you so much. And I, you know, when you first started following me, I was like, this is so cool. And I really just love what you're doing. And thank you so much for giving us creatives in the sober community an opportunity to share our voices and our passions. Absolutely. It's, um, it's been quite a ride. Um, and I get to meet folks like you who are creating the same, same type of ripple, um, as to giving a voice to creatives in, a sober environment and what that looks like and how it can look like. And that at the end of the day, it can be fun. So uh, please tell our listeners who you are, what you do, uh, what drives you. Okay. Well, hello everybody. Like she said, my name is Chelsea Cahoon. I'm known as the Sober Raver on Instagram. Um, I actually got that name because I was at a music festival and somebody assumed that I was on drugs because I looked like I was high. And I told him that I was a sober raver. And after I said that term, it kind of stuck with me. And I immediately changed my Instagram handle 
to the sober raver. It just kind of fell into place like that. And ever since that day, I have been known as such. And I travel to music festivals all across the country and world now um, to try to show people that with or without substances, music can get you high completely on its own. Um, which brings me to my clothing company, which is called Music is the Drug. Um, for me, music really is my drug. And if you look behind me, these are my two favorite drugs, Blink-182 and Angels and Airwaves. <laughs> That's awesome. So kind of that kind of just like lined up perfectly. I didn't even have that planned, but that worked out. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've actually been sober my entire life. So I've never had anything except well, sugar, if you consider that a drug, but um, I've never had alcohol. I've never had weed. I've never had any recreational substance that people use at festivals. And my mission in my life is to just try to show people that this lifestyle is possible and everyone has the ability to be able to live this lifestyle. You are, you are the unicorn. Um, I've, I've had, I've had a, a couple of instances uh, of meeting folks who, have been sober their entire life. And it's such a beautiful story of just how that that is possible. I think those are the stories that need to be heard out. How did the Sober Reaver get started? How how far back did that go for you? Um, so that started at Firefly Music Festival in 2016. That was my first really big festival. I'd been to a few before that, but at this one in particular, um, I just happened to be walking by myself and that guy approached me. I'm not sure why he thought I was high on anything. Cause I was literally just walking around. And I think that my face, my facial expressions, when I'm listening to music, it's just so like, oh my gosh, like I really have this euphoria and people just are like, oh my gosh, what are you on? And it's like, I'm on music, I'm on life. And, um, yeah, that's why I just try to show people that it, it can get you high on its own. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I found my personal journey. I mean, there there is a lot of situations to endure in that scene. Um, as you know, drugs and alcohol and, and electronic music especially, um, it's just it's relevant as far as it being a lifestyle or like what you do at a party. And um even in the different pockets of creativity you know, whether it's acting, you know, art, music, modeling, all of that, those little pockets of industries and the creative aspect, there is this tilt to have that favor in there, that, that alcohol, those drugs, it's just kind of part of it. And from knowing some of your backstory, you uh, are, you're dabbling in music. I think you, I think you're into fashion, you're doing modeling, um, you're a content creator, singer, songwriter, um, all of those creative aspects about uh, are, are integrated with who you are and how you express and put that into the world. How do you navigate those industries and just, just stay the path of, of Chelsea? So it all started from a young age for me. So it's pretty much been my entire lifestyle of just saying no. Um, and most people, you know, ask, how did that start? Well, when I was a little girl, I just felt something inside of me say, you don't need to do those things. You're never going to do those things. And I knew that I never really wanted to, but it didn't hit me till a few years ago that my grandmother mentioned dare, which is the 
you know, the program here in the States, I don't know if it's international, but you know, it's against drugs and alcohol. Right. And I happened to win an essay for that in fifth grade. And I read it to the entire fifth grade classes and that stuck with me. I was proud of it. I was proud that I could be like, Hey guys, you know, we don't have to do these things. And I guess it really stuck with my little 11 year old brain. And, um, yeah, I remember being offered my first drink um, in middle school and just saying no. And I knew that was my lifelong mission. So the way that I see it is I've been, I've been peer pressured my entire life. I went to a college. I went to Radford university. It's a party school, never had anything. If I can survive that, I can survive the real world. I mean, I can understand why it is difficult for people that have never, or that do use, or that they don't want to use because it is everywhere. It's in modeling. It's in fashion. Like you said, it's in every single industry. So I think it's really just trying to stay true to who you are, like digging deep within yourself and just telling yourself, Hey, I don't have to do this. I'm stronger than this. You just have to really find that within yourself and not let people control you because people will run you over and they will try to get you to do things you don't want. So you need to make sure that you have a strong support system because if you are somewhere, even by yourself, you could, you can even text somebody or call somebody and be like, Hey, like this is happening. What should I do? So I always, that's my number one thing is making sure that you have people that you can, you know, reach out to in those times and just being strong and saying no to people. I know that it's hard sometimes. And sometimes people want to use things to try to get to the top, but you should never sacrifice who you are, or your values for anything. And in this modeling world that I'm in, right. I will never, I will never sacrifice who I am for anything. Even if it's to get in a magazine, I don't care. That's incredible, Chelsea. Um, that, yeah. that takes a lot of resilience, strength and courage um, on, on your part. Um, you mentioned having a good support network uh, or is not support network, but just to support around you like what does that look like for you is it specific people your family um, a faith what does that look like for you yeah so for me you know I grew up in a really supportive loving household my parents were always super supportive of me and everything I do so I know that I always will have those two people to rely on no matter what Um, thankfully for me I also have three grandparents still in my life and up until last year, I had two great grandparents. So I've always been, wow. I've always had a great community um, of loved ones around me. But, you know, as far as traveling and everything, I also have a group of about five to six, just super awesome friends that I know I can rely on no matter what. Um, and I think what's really important is there are a lot of people out there that are considered loners, like they don't really have a lot of friends. So I think that these groups that are popping up on social media, like on Facebook in particular, these sober groups, like for example, there's one called Rave Sober on Facebook that I'm an admin for. Um, I think that those are really important for people to feel included and like they have a community of people that they can talk to if they actually don't have anyone in their lives. Um, and I always like to tell people that if they ever need somebody to talk to, they can reach out to me on any of those platforms. So I think it's just important to, you know, for me and my platform, I, I make it known that people can reach out if they need it and that there are people out there that will be there for them. You know, like you're saying that someone can reach out to you. Um, any, I've, I've experienced it with you. I, I looked at your Instagram account. You have a pretty, pretty healthy following on there. And I can imagine who reaches out to you and the whole DM thing and all of that. And, you know, being, being in contact with you can mean so much to the other person on the other side. Like, how do you, how do you navigate that, that type of attention? 
Right. So, I mean, obviously sometimes people have ill intentions and they try to use that as a gateway to talk to me romantically, but, you know, I always navigate it back to, you know, I'll be here for you as a person to support you, but please know that it's nothing more than that. So you got to definitely set boundaries with these types of people. And unfortunately, sometimes it does get too far and I have to cut it off because I have to make sure that I'm good and nothing's weird on my end. Um, but I do always try to keep it really professional with people. And I prefer them to reach out to me on Facebook because I use that more for that kind of thing. Um, or my or my brand account music is the drug. So that's where I pretty much direct people to. I kind of try to keep personal on there and the business side on there. So Right. Just setting boundaries, really. Yeah, huge. Right, huge. <laughs> yes, especially in the internet space, for sure. Um, yes. let, let's dive into um, your brand. Um, you mentioned some of that. It, can you tell us what the vision was for for your brand and and how how did that unfold for you? So in 2017, I knew that I wanted to do something more than what I was doing. I was severely depressed that year. I didn't have a car. I didn't know what I wanted to do for work. And I was just, I was in the most depressive state of my life. And when I had worked the previous summer, I knew that I wanted to start a company, but I just didn't know what. So I took the entire end of 2017 to kind of try to figure that out. And at first I actually wanted to do a faith-based brand, but then I was like, well, I think my life, even though I do believe in God, I think I wanted to be about my love of music because that's actually my lifestyle. I go to shows all the time right. and I want to show people that literally like what we're listening to can help us. Like it can be medicine for us. So I decided to create my company. I didn't know which name I wanted to do. My brother helped me along with it. My bio on Instagram always read music is my drug. So I just changed the my to be. And in February, 2018, I got my LLC. And in March is when I launched my website, Music is the Drug. And I wanted the vision that I really had in my mind was to show the world that whether you're using substances or not, music is the ultimate drug that unites every single one of us. So in a way, you know, it's not judgmental, it's inclusive of everyone. But its message is to show people that music is the ultimate drug, no matter if you're doing this or that, None of those will ever compare to what music can do for you. And obviously I am an advocate for sobriety and having a healthy lifestyle, but I do not try to shove my views down anyone's throat because that is not the way to go about it because, you know, people are out there struggling. People that are struggling on substances don't want to hear, Hey, you should get sober. Hey, you should do this. They want right. to hear, Hey, I'm here for you. And I would love to, you know, show you this lifestyle and help you. Um, they don't want to hear like, because there's just a lot of companies that I've ran into that are very forceful on their stance with sobriety. And I just wanted to be the opposite. I wanted to be loving and accepting of everyone and just show people that everyone's welcome. So that's really what my brand is all about. And I hope to travel the world with it in the next few years. So, yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. <laughs> I need to get on that. I need to put an order for, for some merch. <laughs> Um, so when you launched this brand, um, I can, like, it's such, it has such a huge message and as music lovers, as we are, we know how deep the music goes and how it just connects a human to like almost a spiritual level. Right. So that, that is the natural high. That's why we're drawn to the music. I can imagine like how this brand and the message has impacted others, is there an event or a situation or 
just an exchange of words that you, you saw the results of this impact that you've put out into the world? Yeah, like, I mean, that's what keeps me going. Honestly, the messages and feedback that I receive from people are literally what keeps this brand alive. And I try my best to show people that they are the glue to this company. I'm just merely the face and figure. Um, but I've gotten some of the best messages, just people saying that they completely stopped because of me. And I'm like, listen, you're not giving me all that credit. Like that is you. And this was just the spark, the spark to light the fire. So, um, yeah, I've got some of the most amazing messages from people just saying, thank you so much. You've helped me through this dark time. Um, seeing your brand made me realize that I don't have to do anything that I don't have to use. Um, or some, I've even had people say I wanted to kill myself. And then I saw okay. that I'm like, wow. And like those moments really shook me like, oh yeah, I've bawled my eyes out. And, um, I just, you know, I've told people I can't, I can't take that. I can't receive that. But knowing that this brand helped somebody in that way, like, oh my gosh, it just means everything to me. And it just shows me that I was put on this earth to do this and I will continue doing them. Oh my gosh, that's a beautiful purpose. And it's, it's helping so many others. And, and, um, as far as like where you have shared out this brand, cause you, our advocate or you go to festivals and concerts and whatnot, like I'm sure you like represent the brand when you're there or do uh, showcases of it. What, what areas have you shared out the brand? I actually, my first festival, I launched this, that was Okeechobee Music and Arts Festival in Florida. I didn't know how it was going to be received, but I got so much love on that first day. And that made me realize that this was special. The first thing I actually ever did was write Sober Raver on a shirt in 2017. Mm -hmm. And that gained some attention. And that little experiment that I did actually made me want to do this brand. So yeah, I've been to over geez, 40, 50 music festivals by this point. So I've been all over the country, you know, EDC Orlando, EDC Las Vegas, Firefly, Moonrise. I mean, you name it, Bonnaroo, I've probably been there. So this message has gotten all over the United States. And now my mission is to really get it internationally. Um, I'm either going to Mexico or Costa Rica for my birthday in November. So I'm going to hopefully do some advocating out there and some marketing and get some good new merchandise pictures. So that is my vision for the next few years is to really get this thing on a, on a roll because COVID tried to kill it, but it's not going to be, that's not going to happen. It's only going to help it grow. Yeah. I mean, this, this last year and a half has been quite a doozy. I mean, as like just being a DJ on this end and then also mm -hmm. branding, you know, where the, interaction with others, other humans is, is vital in, in any setting. How has the, the past year been for you? What, what kept you, kept you positive? Yeah, the past year is, it's been so difficult. I was in a very toxic relationship last year and that pretty much was my entire focus. I kind of just lost sight of everything that I loved and it just pulled me away from all of it. And not only that, but, you know, we weren't going to shows, so I didn't have my outlets to, you know, you know, live my life just like anyone else. Luckily we had live streams, but they just weren't the same. Right. Um, but at this point last year I was, I was healing. I just got back from Mexico and I was feeling that, that spark again. I, I needed to go out of the country to recenter myself and realize my purpose in this world. And that's what I did. I went out the country and I realized, you know, I'm not gonna let this brand die. 
And, you know, right now I'm in a, I'm in a stage where I'm trying to figure my next step out, but Mm -hmm. I know that there's like opportunities like this. And I had a great phone call with somebody the other day who really wants to help me get it off the ground. Um, so, you know, even though the last year has been a struggle, I've also had some of the best moments of my life. I went to Mexico again this year and every time I travel like anywhere new, it just, it, it sets a new fire on my soul. And, um, that's what I'm really excited for, for my birthday this year to go out again and just get some new inspiration. So, you know, it's been a tough time and I know it's been a tough time for anyone. And that's why, you know, I say we're not alone. We're all in this together. Um, so I just tell people to stay positive, to think about what you are grateful for and what you can control and know that you are able to do things, but think about what you, I put this quote on Instagram yesterday. I'm trying to think how it went. It was basically like, you're able to do things, but what are you, what is like, what are you made to do? Like, what are you meant to do? And I just want people to really think about their purpose, not just things that they can do. So that's my main goal for the rest of the year is truly use what God put on my soul and my heart to do for the world. Yeah. I I truly feel like I, I know that we're coming out and we're still in, you know, a time where there is figuring out what you stand for, what, what is your purpose? And in a way, this time has been a blessing on the flip side because it slowed life down where we could actually take the time to reflect and hear that inner voice or connect with our higher power or God, uh, whatever you believe in and, and hear what that, that message truly is. And it sounds like for you, it's about getting the, the bigger message out there that folks can thrive, be healthy, be sober, clear state of mind, and still be connected to the music. You know, let's talk about your other creative outlets like you're you model you're in fashion like what does that look like for you I mean that that's amazing (laughs) thank you so much for all of that um so I actually went to Radford University and got a fashion degree I always wanted to be like a stylist or buyer but it just never really was my passion and then obviously I realized this brand was for me so I worked out but now um, I'm actually really deep into the modeling world and make most of my income doing traveling modeling. Um, so I'm a freelance travel model and I work for different companies, different brands. And now I'm getting you know paid brand collaborations through different um, brands that are all around the world. And it's just been amazing. So I guess I'm now officially a paid content creator. And that's just something that is you know, it's not obviously my mission in this world, but it's how I can make my money to fund my mission. So that is, that is what is amazing about it is that I can use, I guess, those creative abilities, um, with modeling to be able to fund this beautiful mission on my heart. So I'm thankful for it. And, you know, I've been modeling for about eight or nine years now, but I'm just not getting to where I want to be with it. And it's just a dream. So I'm getting published in magazines and, um, you know, different clothing lines are reaching out to me and it, it really, that is a dream in itself, but this is another dream that I want to be able to build off with it. So, and I sing and I songwrite. I only have two songs out right now, but I'm actually working on my own independent music by myself as Chelsea Cahoon. So I'm hoping to get that out by the next uh, year, like January, February. I've just been really, I'm in another relationship now. So sometimes it kind of pulls you away from certain things, but I'm getting my focus back on this season of fall and summer. I'm just kind of like, I'm in love. And then fall is like, okay, it's time to buckle down again. 
I'm going to write music. I'm going to get some stuff recorded and I hope to get it out by, you know, January, February, because it's almost October. I'm thinking it's still like August. <laughs> I can't believe it's almost October. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so those are all my different passions and, you know, I just really want to be able to express myself in any way that I can. And I think that your brand, the creative sober is just like the best term. Like it's just the best because people in sobriety need to know that they have these beautiful talents within them. And I think it's awesome that you're letting us share them all with the world. Thank you. Thank you. It's been, it's been quite a ride and it's um, just like how you approach your creativity. I wanted to be able to create a platform for all voices. Um, I mean, cause I'm kind of biased to, electronic music as a DJ. And I really like thought about focusing and zeroing and on that. Um, but I was like, no, it's, it's like a bigger voice. Like creativity is creativity. And, you know, as, as a person who understands what that life is, uh, I think at the end of the day, we're all just trying to live our full potential and just really step out of what society gives us as a box, right. Our, our labels. So How how do we, how can we make the message and just the idea of it, the vision more fluid for individual bases to create that unique journey? So yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of where I'm at. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You're a wonderful person. And that's what we need. I mean, for me, it was always, how do I get out of this system that I'm in? I felt like I did retail most of my life and I was like, you know, this sucks. Like, this is terrible. And like, obviously some people love it. And I totally understand that because I've had a few jobs that were not too bad, but then I've been treated like the devil wears Prada, you know, that movie, I got treated like a dog in certain positions. I was like, you know, I don't want to be treated this way or feel like this anymore. I'm going to start my own thing. I'm going to build my own path. And I think it's important what you're doing because you're showing people they can use their creative abilities and you're highlighting their creative abilities. And I think it's important because people need to be reminded that they have so much within them. And even if they are working nine to five, every single person has it within them and they might be crushed on their nine to five. Cause not every job is, you know, terrible. Some people love their corporate jobs and some people love what they do for work. And I think that's amazing. I think at the end of the day, it's just about being happy no matter what and making sure that your mental health is a hundred percent because that's what's most important. Yeah, that's huge, right? That's I think that that's where it is. It's how where are you physically and mentally and emotionally? Like what's what's your health levels? And I think in our community, that's where it defaults, right? So there's the the substance and the alcohol that um at least in my personal journey I, I leaned on. It's it's all about coming back home. You know, and right. to hear your story about you're like, I'm home. I know where it's at. I'm stable. I have my boundaries. I know what I want. I have dreams and I'm doing it is is a great example of what coming home looks like. So I, I find a lot of inspiration from you, Chelsea. So thank you. Oh, thank you. And likewise, you honestly, people like you remind me of why I do what I do. Because like I said, you know, sometimes, sometimes we just tend to get down on ourselves and think we're not good enough. And it's just the demons in our head. They're not, they're not right. But we do feel like that. You know, I struggle with anxiety and depression at times. And then people like you just remind me that I do have a voice. I do have a a mission. And, you know, I just want to thank you so much for allowing me to share that with the world. Again, I can't thank you enough. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> what keeps you inspired? 
Like what keeps you inspired to continue to create as you do? So there are a few different things. Um, obviously, you know, people like yourself that are in the community, just wanting to help it grow. It makes me want to continue doing what I do and help people um, realize their worth. Um, and yeah, like when I see other sober influencers in the community doing their thing, I'm like, I'm so proud of them. And I'm just so inspired by them. Um, and then, you know, just influencers in general, I'm like, you know, I want to get there. I'm not trying to compare myself to anyone. That is the first thing you don't want to do is compare yourself to anyone because we are all on our own journeys. Um, and we are all in the right place at the right time. It's no rush. Um, but there are people out there that are doing amazing things. And I'm just like, you know, that's really amazing. That's super inspirational. Um, and I just, yeah. So like, there's, um, I'm trying to think of a few different people. I'm like going blank right now, but there's just a few different people that I follow that are really amazing. Um, and also just, you know, looking at quotes, I, it's such a cliche thing, but I share quotes a lot on my Instagram because I think that they don't only resonate with me. I don't share them just to express my own feelings, but I do it in hopes that I can inspire others to look at those quotes and be like, that's right. And I have people all the time respond to them and be like, thank you. I needed to see that today or blah, blah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's a small little thing, but a share of a positive quote can change somebody's whole day. So I think just feeding your mind with like positive thoughts and journaling, there's a company called pop journals that I want to shout out. It's a cyber based company called pop journals, the pop journals. Um, and she's amazing. And she is all about, you know, just writing down everything that we want to get done. It really helps me stay on track and stay focused. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to her. Um, you know, we got to support these little cyber companies that are coming up and they're spreading love and joy. I and mean, I think it's amazing to be able to journal out your feelings and manifest these good things. So anything that you can do to really just keep your mind on track, I tell people just go for it. Journaling is important. Therapy is awesome. Um, meditation, prayer, yoga, working out, anything to help you stay focused and grounded. That's what I do. Yeah. That's, that's key, right. To, to stay grounded with everything yeah. that's going on. And, you know, as life gets busy or, you know, even, even on a level of success, the grounding is such an important key. Absolutely. Can you share us, uh, share with us any projects or focuses that you're working on currently? Yeah. So like I said, I had a phone call the other day with somebody that's involved in the music industry, and he and I are hopefully going to be doing a collaboration together with my brand. So one thing about my brand, it's only got one font right now. It's just music is the drug. It's just when I made this company, I was like, I want to keep it simple. I just wanted to have the message. Um, but in the next few months, I'm going to be working on some new designs, putting out some new merchandise, um, and maybe having like some exclusive merch and different things like that. And I also just want to use my platform for other things, like kind of like what you're doing, but like sharing, I was doing this at one point, but I got distracted, but I want to be able to highlight um, different musicians and artists on my page. I started to do that. And then I just got really distracted this year, but I really want to do that again because music really is important and, and getting these smaller artists and bands, like some spotlight and attention is, right. you know, it's awesome because it doesn't just help them, it helps the people that listen because they're like, Oh, okay. I discovered a new band and it could be their new favorite band. So there's a lot of different things I want to do. And hopefully in the next year, I'll be at a vend at an event. Um, this year, I just, I knew that I had to focus on different things this year, but yeah, festivals this year have been kind of all over the place and getting canceled and yeah, whatnot. So for in the next year, I'd like to be able to vend it like a festival or two and really truly be able to talk to people at these events and share my heart with them. 
Oh, that would be awesome. Please, please let us know where you're, where you're at. Maybe we can meet in the middle on that. Yeah, one. absolutely. Yeah. That would be so cool. <laughs> it would. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. Well, I have to ask you, how was it to put music together? The, just the two tracks that you've done, which are amazing. I love them. They're up Thank on you. our community playlist for the Creative <laughs> Sober. And I love shouting you out. Like, how was that that process for you? Um, it was definitely amazing because I'd been love I'd been singing since I was little, but I'd never really done anything. I actually released my first song before them, but I never really released it because they didn't want to go along with it. So to be able to finally write something with somebody and actually get it out there, oh my gosh, I was so anxious, so nervous. But for the most part, I got positive feedback. I mean, you know, it was my first two songs. It wasn't like I guess the most overly produced or like anything crazy, like off the wall, but they were special to us. They were special because it was their first, um, collaborative, you know, with an artist, with a, a vocalist. So it was both of our first kind of real song out there and oh, yeah, amazing. butterfly. Yeah. So Davis King, I have to, I have to give them a lot of, um, credit and, thank them so much for allowing me to be able to share my voice and also my lyrics. Cause I wrote the songs, both of them with the world. I'd actually written butterflies two years prior to recording it. So I, I was really, really excited to be able to, yeah, I was really excited to finally be able to put it to use. And it's lately I've been thinking, dang, like I really want to do that again. And I want to get my own um, EP out. So I'm planning on hopefully getting like a five or six song EP out in the next I would say like four or five months. We're just going to, we're not going to say one or two because I know that ain't going to happen. So <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. You're a busy human. You're a busy I'm, human. I am. <laughs> yes. I, I'm traveling all the time. My boyfriend lives in Virginia beach. So I travel twice a month to visit him, which is like four hours, one way and then four hours back. So I'm all over the place. And like I said, I'm going to Mexico or Costa Rica in November. So just lots of traveling and, um, but it's all good stuff. I, I do a lot of different connecting and networking out there. And that's, you know, really important in this world right now. But so do you, do you do that all on your own or do you have a, an agent or a manager that helps you with that? I do everything a hundred percent on my own right now. Um, see. Okay. wow. Yeah. You're everything crazy. on my, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. I've sometimes I'm like, I'm losing my mind right now. I need help. Um, but you know, I tell myself eventually, when I get to a certain point in my following and my opportunities and stuff, I probably will hire somebody. Um, my boyfriend keeps saying he wants to do it, but I'm like, honey, you got enough on your plate. We ain't doing that right now. So maybe eventually he will. Um, but we'll just see how it goes. But yes, I do a hundred percent booking my shoots, uh, doing the paid collaborations, reaching out to different companies, just everything on my own. So it does get crazy. My mind does feel like it's going to explode sometimes, but that's why I tell you like everybody listening right now, just make sure you stay grounded. Don't stress out. I used to let my anxiety just overwhelm me. And right, now right. older I've, I've gained just a sense of wisdom and that you should just tell yourself to just take deep breaths. Like, like right now I'm just like, I know I'm talking fast cause I'm trying to get a lot in a word and I know I talk fast. Um, but just allow yourself to just calm down and center yourself and put on a good, soft, calming song that you love and it will help. I promise. That's what helps me all the time. Wow. This, our conversation has been so fluid. I had a bunch of questions for you, just like written out here. Thank you. This it's really easy to talk with you. <laughs> Thank you. I kind of go off topic sometimes, but it just, it just happens. Like I have ADD. So guys, you're not alone. If your brain is like 
all over the place because it's me. That's me. What do you think is the biggest myth about music environments and how to have fun? So I think obviously, you know, the most obvious statement, sorry, I keep changing my brightness, um, is that, you know, you need drugs and alcohol to have a good time or I can't watch this artist unless I'm tripping. Um, you know, there's just so many things that people say all the time and that's what makes people want to try things and do things. Cause it's like, Oh, well, I don't want to be the only one not doing it. I must do that as well. Since everyone else is just peer pressure all around. That's the biggest thing I'm against is peer pressuring people. So, you know, telling people you have to use drugs at music festivals, or you have to drink, or you have to be drunk, or you have to be high or on something at music festivals. All of that's not true at all. It's absolutely not true. And I'm a hundred percent proof of that because I've been going to raves and music festivals all, well, I mean, ever since I was 22, 20, 21, 21 is when I went to Bass Lights. And then I saw Avicii right after that and wow. rest in peace to a king. Yes. Wow. But that was amazing. Um, and I've been going to concerts since I was 13. I saw Pearl Jam for the first time with Kings of Leon before they were anybody. So I've been doing this my whole life. I've been doing this music thing. You don't have to have anything. Honestly, my high is being there, but also sweet tea helps a little bit. I'm not saying drink sweet tea, but it does give me some energy. I've had to Great cut advice. back on that. that's my vice is sweet tea but I I have cut back so I was a sweet tea addict a sweet tea addict but I did cut back on that a little bit because cavities so um but honestly like yeah you don't freaking need any of that stuff to have fun and if anyone says that then they're wrong and I'm here to tell you that (laughs) I'm proof people sometimes don't believe me. They think that I'm lying. Right. right. Yeah. And I'm just like, you can ask any of my best friends. You can ask my mom, like also, how would I sneak anything? I'm literally always with people trapped. Like it's just no way I could even do that. So it cracks me up. It really does. I don't even know how to, I wouldn't even know how to use a bong or a pipe or anything. I like, I've, I've seen my friends do it, but I wouldn't know how to do anything. And Honestly, I've like, so I've taken a few sips of alcohol, like just like a sip to taste it and spit it out. And I just don't even know how people do that. But like, I know people actually enjoy the taste and I'm just like, what? I just, no. When I was in Mexico, they accidentally gave me a, um, a strawberry daiquiri that wasn't, that was alcoholic. And I tasted it immediately. And I was like, uh-uh, oh, get, that yeah. get that away. Cause I'd taken, like, I told you like a sip or two before I knew what it tastes like just to know for that reason. Yeah. And Thank goodness. I was like, yeah, I was just like that burned my throat. How are y'all doing this? So <laughs> I'm just like, what are y'all doing up for virgin all day? <laughs> I love my virgin daiquiris these days. So they're good. They're, they're delicious. And Miami vices, which is strawberry daiquiri with pina colada. That is delicious. Oh, see, I haven't had one of those. So yes. It's a mixture. It's my that is a sober raver drink in Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Okay, so you eat pina colada and strawberry. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll know that. Good. Okay. Yeah, I love it. I probably <laughs> had thirty when I went to Mexico this year. They were. The best. <laughs> That's a lot of sugar. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't do that, kids. Don't do that. That's too much. Told you I had to come back to you on some things. Not even sober people have their vices. So. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're human. So exactly. <laughs> there is that, there is that. Yes. You, um, you touched on, um, how much you love quotes. I'm, I'm the same way. I find so much inspiration from them. 
What was mm-hmm. a quote or advice that someone shared with you that made an impact on you and still resonates with you today? That is a hard one because I've been like, I've heard so many different ones, but probably just, you know, my grandmother telling me to like, never change who I am, like stay true to who I am, no matter what, because that's what I stick with my whole life is. And and that's what I tell other people. It's like, everyone else has already taken you stay true to who you are, because so many people change who they are to try to impress somebody or to try to get somewhere. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier with modeling, like people want to do different things to try to get higher in the industry. But you like, for example, I'll just put this out there. I don't shoot nudity or implied. And so many people try to get me to do that, but I stay true to my values and who I am and strictly tell people, no, I'm not doing that. So that is something that I firmly believe in is when you have a set of morals or just different code of ethics, you want to stay true to that always and never let anyone change you because once you're changed, you just kind of lose yourself. You don't even know who you are anymore. You know, even for sobriety, like there's been so many people trying to get me to not be sober and all this stuff. And I'm just like, nope. I'm not ever changing who I am. This is who I am. This isn't a phase. It's not like people with their emo phases, like this is my life. This is who I am. And I think people should just truly embrace who they are from within and never change. I don't want to be a typical influencer that's just like fake and whatnot. I want to be real and I want to show my heart and I want to be genuine. And I want to show people that even though I model and even though I have a brand and singing all this stuff, I'm still a human and I want to share my journey and my mental health issues and everything else so we can connect on a human level um, and just show everybody that we're all human and we all bleed the same blood. Can you tell our listeners where we can find you or follow you or best support you? My little humble boat is Instagram. Um, I need to, I need to work on other platforms more, but yes, Instagram, my name on there is the sober raver. And I also have a brand for my company. Music is the drug underscore. Somebody took music is the drug and they don't use it. Need to work on that. Um, <laughs> but also uh, I am on TikTok. I do post random videos on there. I had a few go viral. I actually have a different shirt that says pasta is the drug because pasta. Oh, is I've my seen own. that one. I've seen that yep. one. You have, you have a thing for pasta. I love pasta. Pasta is my other vice but I'm so active that it's not really advice because I just burn all of it off. <laughs> but yes, nudes. That's what I put on there. I was like the only nudes that matter. And it was N O O D S. That's brilliant. And that went viral. And um, yeah, so pasta is the drug. Music is the drug. And I also have a fitness is the drug shirt, but I haven't released that yet, but I need to do that because that is really important too. It's probably because I haven't been doing fitness that much. I need to get back on that. Um, but yeah, guys, Sober Raver um, and Music is the Drug on Instagram. Don't follow me on Twitter because I'm not on there. So don't do that. Um, trying to get my YouTube up, which is just Chelsea Cahoon. But I only have a little bit. I have like 80 followers on there. But we're going to get that up. I'm going to put some new music out, guys. So stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. And then when you start doing festivals and whatnot, that'll be a cool place to find it. Yeah. Too. yeah. Yes, I really, I've just never really used it, but it's coming. It's happening. Y'all heard it here first. Nice. <laughs> awesome. It was really great to speak with you and get to know you. And thank you so much for what you do for our communities and keep on keeping on. Thank you, May, for everything. Um, you're doing amazing things. And like, again, I've said it a million times already, but you're truly an inspiration to all of us creative 
sober people out there. And I just thank you so much for allowing us to have an opportunity to share our voices. So you keep it up. Know that you're inspiring people like us to keep doing what we do. It was an honor to speak with Chelsea and learn more about her choice to be clean and sober. Besides the awesome merch and music focus, what drew me to her was her steady confidence and grounding, which has added to much of her success. I think that's where we are all trying to achieve on one level or another. I've said it many times that it's truly about the journey of coming back home to your authentic self. If you like what you heard in this episode, please rate and review. Your feedback makes a difference and helps us connect with others who can find value in our stories. Please be sure to subscribe or follow where you are listening to this podcast. You can follow us on social media on Instagram at The Creative Sober. Thank you for listening to The Creative Sober Podcast. I am your host, Missing May. Until next time, stay healthy, stay creative.